Welcome to Strong Men, Strong Marriages. My name is Mike Frazier, MD, your BYU and UCLA-trained marriage coach. My mission is to help you get strong, get attractive, and get a strong, joyful, and intimate marriage, no matter how bad it is right now. You can do it, and I can help you. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode, Different Religions in Marriage, What to Do and How It Can Be Good. So this was something my wife and I went through, and uh, it seems really hard, but it actually can be a good thing. We'll talk about how. First, I want to share a quick client win. So uh, this is a guy in our in the Strongman system, in our Facebook group. He posted, last couple of nights have been absolutely spectacular, but this is definitely the hot of the hot, hot side of the hot and cold, because the last couple of weeks have been more on the colder side. I just have to remember to take it slow, keep reading, keep working the system, and eventually the changes I'm making will be enough to win her back. Or they won't, and I'll still win by being a better person in the long run. So guys, I love this one because this really captures the essence of the strongman system that it's about becoming the best version of yourself. And if your wife chooses you, great. And you can grow in a great marriage that way. Or if she doesn't, yeah, that's sad, but you're going to be okay either way right? Because you're building these strengths and skills and that's attractive, right? Even if it's not attractive to your your wife right now, it's going to be attractive to someone in the long run. And, you know, again, just being the best version of yourself and who you want to be for a lot of us that has to do with the following religion and following God. I know it does for me and, and some of the guys I work with. So why is religion so important? It really shapes how we view the world. All right. Answer some big questions for us. Why are we on this earth? You know, what's our purpose? Yeah. Spirit, spirituality to me, a big part of it is what's, what's the meaning, right? What's the purpose of your life? Where do we come from? Right. Where are we going after this, after this life? That's what these uh, religion can give answers to, you know, in the church of Jesus Christ, Flattery Saints, we believe, you know, we're on this earth to uh, become more like our heavenly father, to get a body, to learn, um, we came from living with Heavenly Father before we came down here. And then where are we going after? Hopefully to live back with Heavenly Father. So it's just kind of a big circle. So that's what we believe. Um, and, you know, in some beliefs, your eternal salvation really depends on how well you follow a specific religion. So you kind of have to follow these practices or do certain things so that you can, you know, be saved or not go to hell or whatever the belief might be. So if you and your wife, you're in alignment in your religion, it can be easier sometimes, right? That's one less thing to fight about. Uh, You know, if you're not, it can be harder. But here's the thing, it doesn't have to be, okay? It doesn't have to be harder if you do have differences in in religion. And in fact, it can be a really great thing because it can sort of forces more intimacy than if you're 100% in line. Intimacy meaning knowing yourself and sharing who you are and really knowing your wife at a deep level. So with some of the guys I work with, they consider themselves to be the more religious one. Okay. That was definitely me in my marriage. I, I, you know, wanted to make sure we were at church every Sunday, that we were reading the scriptures every day, we're saying prayer every day. And not that that's a bad thing, but I was coming from it in a, in a way of, from a place of fear. And I'll explain that a little bit more in a minute here. Um, when, when we're in that place, we can present this kind of holier than thou attitude, like, oh, you know, I'm living up here and you're living down there. Uh, you know, I worked with one of my guys that we, we really worked on this where, you know, he had, you know, kept some of the commandments that his wife hadn't. And that was really hard on him because he had this attitude, like, it's almost like a ladder of sin, right? Where, 
where uh, or a ladder of uh, obedience, right? And he was higher up because he hadn't broken certain commandments. I think we can definitely fall into that. And we can get upset, you know, when our wife isn't following along how we think she should, or, you know, she's not teaching our kids the right way. You know, we get worried, okay? Because really this anger is coming from a fear, right? It's coming from a fear that if your wife doesn't follow these teachings and, you know, especially if she's sort of like influencing your kids not to follow those teachings that she's really endangering herself and them. Um, that's how it was for me. It was almost like I felt like she was driving off a cliff and I just wanted to like grab her and bring her back. I was so scared, right. That she was going to drive off this cliff and that maybe she was taking the kids with her. So scary. It was really scary for me. Uh, so from when I was feeling that I felt graspy, needy, I felt fearful. I felt desperate. You know, I, um, I would do stuff like, uh, like teach the kids something about the church while my wife was around really trying to like teach her the thing, <laughs> trying to kind of like be sneaky about it. Um, you know, none of that really worked because it was coming from this place of desperation and graspy and needy, right? That's not attractive. It's not attractive in spiritual things. It's not attractive in anything. And what I really found was behind this, there was a deep hurt uh, you know, in our religion, we believe that marriage, it can last after this life. So when she said, I'm not sure about the church or about some of the teachings in the church, uh, you know, what I felt that meant was she didn't actually want to be with me. And that's what really hurt a lot. So what I found through this experience, and it was hard, like it was super hard, you know, when she said she had some questions about the church, um, I didn't know what to do. I thought maybe our marriage is going to be over to tell the truth, uh, because it was so important to me and the religion is so important to me. But this whole experience was just so useful and it really helped me break through a lot of uh, problems. It helped me understand what real religion actually is. And for Christians, to me, I think it boils down to uh, a sentence that Jesus said, which is, come follow me. And that's what Jesus said, come follow me. So real, real religion, you know, it's knowing God and Jesus. Uh, you know, another scripture says it's about, um, you know, visiting the the fatherless and basically just b- doing good works, being kind to people. You know, love God and love your neighbor if we boil it down just to that. What I what I realized through this was just like such a relief. I realized that uh, that God and Jesus, they actually care more about my wife and my kids than even I do. Right? They care even more than I do. Uh, you know, if you believe in Jesus, you believe that he went through terrible suffering so that we wouldn't have to, so he could draw people to him. Um, and I started to really feel that more. Like I pictured that cliff again, but on the other side of it was just Jesus and God ready to catch him, right? And kind of guide him and help him. And I realized it wasn't my 100% my responsibility, right? To, um, you know, for their eternal well-being. well-being. I wasn't the one that was in charge of that, right? That God was actually in charge of that. And he would let me know my part in it, but it wasn't all on me. And that was such a relief and helped me feel God's love for me more, feel God's love for my family more. Just a great breakthrough. And I I never would have had it if my wife wouldn't have brought some of these things up. And really her spirituality in a lot of ways is ahead of mine is what I saw, right? That she really was feeling God's love even more. She was having charity and care for people even more than I was. 
which is really a better measure of our spirituality and Christianity than just like, oh, like I went to church this many times and I read the scriptures this many days and all of that. Um, so what what is my responsibility, right? My responsibility is actually to, to show them how good it is to live in this religion and to follow God and Jesus, right? Going back to the idea of come follow me, right? I'm, I'm walking in this religion because I believe it is right. It brings me the most happiness. And I can show them that and teach them those things, right? Teach them how it helps me. That's my job. Come follow me. Versus kind of like almost like a sheepdog, right? Like nipping at their heels saying, okay, go to church, go to church, read your scriptures. Um, You know, that (laughs) it kind of works, but it doesn't really, it doesn't, you know, teach them the main idea, which is that your life can be great if you follow these principles and join them that by example. So really, this was a breakthrough I had with one of my clients as we were talking about this was, um, you know, what's the real measure? How can you measure how well you're doing in your religion? And some of us will measure that by obedience. How obedient am I being? That's not, that's not a bad thing necessarily, but it does become bad when you start saying, well, I'm more obedient than you, or I'm more obedient than this other person. Because now you're comparing it and now you've missed the point, which to me, the real point of religion, especially Christianity, is how well can I feel and share the love of God in Christ? How how much am I feeling that love? How much am I sharing that love? How much am I inviting people to participate in that and feel that? Okay, It's really the best measure of how I'm doing spiritually. How close do I feel to God? And when I feel close to God, I'm going to be generous. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be loving. I'm going to be inviting people to, to come and feel that as well. In our church, there's this idea of uh, a guy named Lehi has a vision. He goes and eats this fruit that tastes so good. And then he just invites other people to come join him with it. He doesn't go grab them. He doesn't go drag them. He doesn't like uh, go push them to the fruit, right? He's there eating it. And he says, hey, come, come join me with this. And, you know, that's how I want to be enjoying that fruit and inviting people with us. So again, you know, that's the measure. How much am I feeling God's love? How much am I sharing that? Versus how high up am I on the ladder of obedience? How many days did I read scriptures? Uh, you know, how many times did I go to church? How focused was I at church? Right. All of that. I've, I've, I've done all those. I've measured myself in all those ways and my kids and my wife. And it's just, uh, it's not that helpful. So in the, in the Bible it talks about the Pharisees and Sadducees that really got this mixed up, right? They thought it was just all about how obedient am I? But they missed the main point, which was feeling, you know, and sharing God's love, right? Um, so the Pharisees and Sadducees, they were obedient, but they were actually keeping people from feeling God's love because they were so focused on this and they missed what Jesus called the weightier matters of the law. Now, for some of you guys out there, you're actually the, the less religious one in the couple. Okay? And you might not really agree with your wife's religious practices. You might think it's kind of foolish. You might think, oh, it's kind of like uh, there's not enough science behind that, or I can't believe in that, or you know, whatever. Here's the thing. It's still very important that you respect your wife's religious beliefs. Okay, This is, this is huge, right? Spirituality, it's about purpose. It's about meaning. It's about what happens after this life, eternal things. 
super important. So if you want a good marriage, you need to have an intimate marriage, which means you know each other and you're willing to be known. So you need to understand her deeply. You need to respect her religious beliefs. You don't have to agree with them, but you do need to understand them. You also need to be willing to share yours and ask for the same. Ask her to understand and respect those. And when you do that, guys, it it can be really amazing. You know, that's where you build real intimacy, where you can stop being so attached to how your wife responds to your religion, right? Because that's really what it was. I made it about me, right? Where if she followed the religion, that meant she cared about me. And if she didn't, then she didn't, right? (laughs) Which is such a problem, but that that is what it boiled down to. Um, So, you know, if you are the less religious husband, you know, you can still choose to support her spiritual development. Just say, hey, that's great. You know, you're getting, you're getting good benefit from that. It's helping you become a better person. It's helping you feel purpose and meaning. That's great. You know, go for it. I don't agree with it. Uh, I don't believe in that. Here's what I believe in, but I definitely respect what you believe in. You know, that's the approach you want to take. And you don't want to just shut it all down, right? You still want to seek out your own spiritual development, right? How do you connect with your sense of worth, your sense of purpose, your sense of meaning? If you really have no answer for that, like that's an issue too, right? You've got some work to do, whether that's within a religion or not, you know, it doesn't really matter. But if you don't really have a good way to connect with your sense of self-worth, to connect with your purpose in life, to connect with your meaning, okay? You need to figure out a way to connect with those things. So in the title of this, I promised, you know, religious differences in marriage, how they can be good. And it really can, okay? It broadens your perspective. If you're both kind of lockstep in your religion, well, like I said, there can be benefits to that. But if you're not, it actually can help broaden your perspective. That's what happened with me, right? help you understand things in a new way, even within the same religion, which is what happened with, with me and my marriage. Also, it gives their kids the opportunity to see and choose from different beliefs, right? See, huh, you know, my dad believes this, my mom believes this, I wonder what I believe. And that can be scary. You know, in our church, there's this uh, kind of freaky idea of like, this table in heaven and like, you don't want any empty seats. You don't want one of your kids to not be there, which to me, like that just breeds this idea of like graspiness and knees and trying to like force that kid to go sit down in the seat. Uh, So I don't really like that idea that much. Um, Instead, I like this idea of, Hey, like, let me show you how good it can be if you follow this. And yeah, you know, you get to choose. That's how Heavenly Father treats us. That's how God treats us. Okay. It also helps you really focus in on what you believe and why it actually makes you question it more, which is a good thing. You know, it helps you really figure out, you know, why do I believe this? Or do I actually believe this or not? Um, it really guides you to a deeper sense of your own religion, which can be really good. Again, it increases intimacy because it actually forces deeper discussions. If you both kind of figure, oh yeah, we both believe the same thing. You don't, maybe even talk that much about religion. But if you don't, it sort of forces you to say, okay, here's what I believe. What do you believe? How are we going to teach our kids this? And it can be really great, you know, a great way to increase intimacy in your marriage. And, you know, it can also be a a test of your faith that can grow your faith in God. You know, that's for sure what happened to me. Some of the other guys that have gone through this where, you know, at first you're like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. But then you just grow so much from it. You know, the other thing I want you guys to, if you're a Christian guy, you know, just, or believe in God, just like it it can help you realize like God really is watching out for us. And he cares even more about your family than, than you do. 
It's really, it really is true. All right. So in summary, religious differences, they can seem like a big, religious differences in marriage, they can seem like a really big problem, but they really, they don't have to be. If it can really, if you're a Christian guy, it can help you understand the true purpose of Christianity, which is come follow me. You know, I'm going to live this way and I love it. And I love you to, and I want you to come with me because it feels so good here versus you better do this or you're going to hell, right? Or like, you know, you better do this or you're in trouble or whatever, right? Just showing them, hey, like, feel how good this can be to live this way. All right. Again, it can help you, you know, get to that point where you believe that God cares even more about you and your family than than you do, right? developing that trust, that faith, instead of saying, it's all on me saying, look, God's going to take care of this. I'm going to follow him. I'm going to invite my family to follow me as I follow God in Christ. And if they do great, if they don't, you know, that's hard, but, uh, that's their choice. Kind of comes down to this, the same whole thing about attractiveness, right? When you're living in this way, it's attractive. When you're living in integrity with what you believe, that's attractive. And when you're not, it's not attractive. So you want to respect and understand your wife's point of view, especially if it's a little bit different than yours, right? You really want to get there and get to a deeper level. And that can lead to significant intimacy, even more maybe than if you had the exact same beliefs. Again, it also allows your kids to see different options and choose for themselves, which again can be scary, (laughs) but that's what we want, right? We want our kids to choose for themselves. Uh, And if they do choose to follow our religion, do it because they really feel it and they really want to do it. Um, all right, guys. So religious differences in marriage can be scary, but I want you to look at it like you can look at any conflict as an opportunity for more connection because it really can be. All right, man. And if you're ready to take your marriage to the next level, your strength training to the next level, come join us in the strongman system. We're helping guys get awesome results, build up their strength, their internal strengths, their interpersonal skills. Uh, you can come check it out at strongmenstrongmarriages.com. You can jump on a phone call with me and talk about the system. Or if you just want to join right now, you're ready to go. You can go sign up. All right, man. Have a great day. Stay strong. And we'll see you next episode. Hey, if you're ready to become the strongest and most attractive version of yourself and create the best relationship you have ever had with yourself, your wife, and your children, in 90 days or less, come join us in the strongman system. I guarantee you'll have the best relationship you have ever had with your wife in 90 days or less or your money back. Visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how, and I'll see you there.